Last time on the Bestow Curse podcast, egg-related negotiations broke down but were saved by Diego. The party began to suspect a trap was being set for Lady Calstair at the Green Market and rushed to Kendall Amphitheater just in time to save the acting troupe from a vicious insect attack. What treachery is afoot? The Cursed Campaign continues now. guys to the bestow curse podcast yeah well boy howdy Ooh. it's good to be back i'm glad you wanted to come back steve after that argument we had last episode i'm still mad yeah still <laughs> heated. Was that, like, four weeks ago <laughs> weeks later still heated about it yeah i am well you guys got your butts kicked by a bug and i was wondering did any of you have any good bug stories Bailey, you're making eyes oh i don't have any great bug stories i just you know the whole spotted lanternflies that are like attacking Pennsylvania and New Jersey are whack. I don't know if you guys have experienced them, but they are wild and their feet are sticky and they like come at you. So I experienced these for the first time. Like, I don't know. Was it? When did we go see parents? I don't know. Two years ago. I was actually That's wondering forever. if the lantern bugs are still relevant at this point. They are actually. I saw another news article about them. Oh, I yeah. I, I went to Philly last year for my brother's wedding. They were all over the damn place. They're horrible. Yeah, they were they they're so big, fat, and stupid, they like run into your head. Yes. Like, oh, they don't avoid like, you. Like but cicadas where yeah. they're just like bumbling around on trees, super annoying and crunchy. Yes. Pretty much on top Ugh. of having sticky feet. I don't like Is that. Is that the worst part of them? The sticky feet? Well, because they're really hard to get off. You wouldn't want to know what else on them sticky. <laughs> so like, like we're talking like adhesive. Yeah, like once they've like hit you, they're like on. Like you gotta mm. really use some force to get them off of you. And then also they absolutely cover trees. So like there's many Pennsylvania rest uh like residents who've like covered their own backyard trees in like fly paper and duct tape and like I well I watched a video of some guy power washing them off the tree <laughs> at a high pressure just to get them off. I thought two stickies would make a not sticky. Is that not the case? That is not the case. No, with so their like sticky feet they're double sticky. immune to sticky tape. I would have thought that's the case. Very strange that it's not. Yeah. It's weird, but it is the case. Hmm. Hmm. Anyone else have weird bug stories? Oh, it's not really weird, but... Scary? Um, yes, de- terrifying. When I was in college, every summer in between semesters, I would do property surveys up in Chicago. And when we'd go out as a crew of two people, one guy that uses the tripod and shoots a laser at me, and the other guy holds a stick with a prism on top to reflect it back so you get distance. That was your job, right? Yeah, I was, prism stick guy. I was the I was the I was the rod man, is what they call him. Just call me. I was in the rod man union. Yeah, I was. A, well, oh, it's the we're, we're the core. The core. We're the rod man core. The rod man core. Um, but yeah, so basically, when you're doing that, you find property points as like markers of where you're actually at and then you use that laser rangefinder tripod to like shoot a, a laser at the prism and the prism has to be like butted up against each corner of the house or like a light post or something so you can basically measure where things are using angles and stuff 
And one day we're doing this property survey and I'm about to hold the stick or the rod up against the corner of this garage and I, I have to get it up nice and high to get a good angle on this thing. And I didn't realize there was a little lamp around the corner up high and I bumped it and all of a sudden it felt like I just took a like a fastball to the eye socket as a bunch of hornets came pouring out of this thing. I got hit in the hand and right next to my eye. I said a curse word that I'm not allowed to say on this show. And then I, I just, it out. <laughs> and then I just took the rod and didn't drop it. I threw it. I don't know why, but my response was to like put some distance between me and the rod by throwing it. And then I took off and that basically screwed me over for the whole day. It was so incredibly painful. And then the next day I'm doing the same job, but this time I got to dig a hole and I'm digging a hole and hit an underground beehive. And then I got <laughs> stung by a bee. <laughs> yeah. It was a terrible two days. That sounds horrible. Oh man. That's too many bees. Too many bees. Yeah. You almost got your doctorate in bees after that. Yeah. Yeah. It was close. <laughs> they they would have called you a bee boy after that day. What's this? Uh, hive underground. <laughs> well, I was like, 13 or 14 when I figured out the hard way that there are like big old flies that can bite you. Oh, like mm. horse flies? Yeah, I was at a pool I think and like I just had my scalp or head some uh, above the water and I saw one of them but didn't realize they were like painful and then I got bit and like they got they got big old like I don't Ooh, yeah, those, or whatever. those hurt yeah. worse than a couple of stings. Oh yeah. Yeah. They'll land on you, sit for a second, you're like oh, that's a crazy looking bug and then it sinks its fangs into you. Yeah. So that was a confusing moment for me, but I've learned and I avoid them now. I ask, I, I know cicadas and the year of the cicada, that's like always a big thing people talk about all the time. But like, so when I lived in Michigan for a while, a one of the like reoccurring things was uh, flying ant season. Did you guys have that? Not up in Chicago. Thank God. Oh. No, thank Gosh, God. Not they were that. horrible. They swarmed. Um, they'd like come out of their anthill and fly at you like aggressively at, in a swarm it was a big thing like a lot of people would pour like vinegar and other things down anthills to try to like prevent some of it but yeah that, there's like a couple of years i remember growing up as a kid we we're like oh don't you can't go outside yet we have to go check and make sure there's no flying anthills active it's news to me <laughs> don't like okay. it I, I hate ants and i don't want to see them fly awful they're pretty bad when i was growing up i was a pet store kid are any of you a pet store kid? What do you mean by that? Like, like you, I, you, you were perfect. Oh, I, I like to, I like to go to the pet store like as often as possible. Oh, <laughs> you also wanted to adopt all the animals, well, yeah, right? Yeah, but I did want to do that. But like more than anything, I wanted to be at the pet store. I wanted to look at all the all the pets that were available. Mm -hmm. I wanted to see what was new. I also wanted to. Go to we pet had store. a cool. We had a local <laughs> pet store called Paws and Claws. I'm into that, and they had a bunch of reptiles as well as furry animals and they got one of those big um i think it's like a bird eating tarantula in i never recovered from this one they did like a live feeding of that thing while i was in the bed absolutely not and no, that thing no. ate a mouse and I gotta imagine that's a little bit what like what this combat looked like—just a bug that's way too big biting into this furry creature. 
it was a little traumatizing. My skin a, is crawling. You know, like right an eight now. year old. Yeah. I wasn't I wasn't really prepared for a spider to be able to do that. I like that I liked the pet store, but I didn't go to go see like the insects and the reptiles. I mean that didn't stop me from going back to the pet store, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I, was, I was right back at the pet store the next week. Ready for ready to see what else new what other new pets were there. I always wanted to convince my parents to get a ferret. And sometimes, oh, I was a very I was a ferret kid too. I was like, <laughs> you won't let me get a dog or a cat. What about a ferret? Yep. They only live like twice as long. <laughs> <laughs> They're only a rodent that lives for eleven years. <laughs> you can teach it to do tricks. <laughs> maybe, 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 maybe you could. It says it's so in these books that I'm reading. <laughs> I'm getting them from the library. What books about on fairies. So uh, when I was growing up, we would go to a cabin in like northern Minnesota or Wisconsin. And they were always super fun. Great. But sometimes when we would go to them, if you left the vicinity of the property, like where they actually mowed the grass, there'd be a lot of biting flies. <gasps> And I like um. to go for runs. So I'd have to put on my uh, like fly hat because they would kind of attack the hat. And then you just had to keep going because if you stopped, they would catch you. But if wow. you kept moving, you just had a cloud of flies following behind you. And occasionally they'd hit you, but they wouldn't land on you as long as you kept moving. So I could not stop on this run. Are, are you are you sure it wasn't like a pig pen situation? <laughs> Emily, just there's think. a lot of other, other runners here having no problem. <laughs> Emily, I was just fully me. expecting earwigs, ticks, something like that, like creepy crawly on the ground type of thing. Not a flying swarm of biting flies. <laughs> it was great motivation on my run. I was say, no that's kidding. not motivation to get over your shin splints. I don't know what it is. <laughs> What pray tell is a fly hat? Yeah. Uh, so it's, oh, it's good question. Probably what your character should have equipped before this. Yes. Comes out. I want to uh, buy one. It was essentially just like a straw hat. Some of them would have like a little bit of netting in the back to like protect the back of your neck. Um, but it would just like stop them from landing at least on the top of your head and biting. So if they landed on the top of the hat, because they like to go to like the highest point, mm. um, they wouldn't bite you. So you'd be okay. 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 What in the Minnesota? <laughs> Again, expected a lot of things, but not that. I think it's time for a hero point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you guys say? Yeah. yeah. This week's hero point goes to our own Chris Ooh. for uh, for two reasons. One, for coming up with what I thought was a pretty clever side conversation with that chef to try and de-escalate the situation, even though it didn't change his desire for money. I thought you had a pretty uh, couple pretty clever lines there to try and get him to serve a regular eggs. And two, for kind of ending this, co- I mean, swinging from the ground and getting crit. You had, <laughs> you had quite the combat this last time. Well, yeah, based on that, I think it's, uh, it's, it's a good, good one to have. Oh, we got Thomas again. Let's see if this one is about like hiding bodies or confirming something. or didn't. There's a saying where I come from: a scalded cat fears cold water. But with this hero point, my friend Diego fears nothing. <laughs> That's great, but I will hurt anyone who scalds a cat. I just want to put that out mm-hmm. there. Fair enough. So last time you guys fought this creature that erupted out of the ground in the Kendall Amphitheater, you're wounded. 
You have a wounded uh, cast member, and that's where we find you. Start. A big bug was the last thing I expected in a theater combat. <laughs> Understandable. I would let you roll a nature check to figure out what this thing was. Absolutely, I would like to do that. That is a 21. 19. <laughs> Both of you would know this is what's known as an Ankarev. It's a different name than what it went by in first edition. In first edition, it was an Ankeg. Oh, yeah. Oh. Still don't know. And it's just this large burrowing creature. They don't normally live near society, but they usually live near farms and places with livestock, and they're attracted to blood. So when the blood hit the stage, this creature could sense it. But if it's not normally in the city... You can make me a society check. Okay. I could. Or someone else, like... Who knows society well? You can form. Yeah. <laughs> Sylvie can do that. She made the no- uh, the nature check before, so I think we're on the same page there. Oh, this one was way worse. Seven. <laughs> You're really not sure why this would be here. Hmm. Well, Diego is still on the floor, He's still with all the gore and viscera covering him from the battle, kind of panting, hmm. and gets up and says, uh, "I'm I'm still quite wounded there, but." Uh, Macarus, thank you for for bringing me back during during that. I thought I was I thought I was gone. I don't I don't you know, we don't always see eye to eye, but I'm I'm glad to have you here to be a lifeline. Hey Diego, I may have said some things that I now regret. You are a good man. You are correct. Sometimes we do not see eye to eye, but there's goodness within you. And that I like. You got the heart of a fighter, and I'll do whatever I can to keep you up. I'll do whatever I can for all of you to stop things like that from getting to you. (laughs) Don't like bugs myself, so thank you. Me neither. Vex's never been to any pet stores, clearly. (laughs) No. He would be so offended. (laughs) I don't like that. Okay, so what's going on with the rest of this actor troupe? They would approach you and seem very thankful that Mm -hmm. you took care of the situation, uh, but they seem as oblivious to you as how something like this is possible. Maximo is still bleeding from the hand. I can heal him now that I know he's not poisoned. Um, and I've taken care of that heartily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he finally spits out the herbs that you forced him to do. I was sure he was poisoned. I feel like my mouth is getting kind of numb from what he <laughs> gave me. Maybe that's just a tingling in my hand from blood loss. All right, well, I'm going to go ahead and treat wounds. Okay. And I make it. So it's just a regular old D8s. It's uh, nine points of health. Okay, that would heal him up. Fantastic. Thanks so much, miss. Uh, My hand feels a lot better. It's a good thing you're not poisoned, too. Got it all taken care of. Uh, yeah, I totally feel better from that, too. He winks at the rest <laughs> of the cast. <laughs> He's a good actor. He's a good actor. <laughs> What's... I can't remember last episode. Did you give a name for the... It, was it a gnome or a halfling you, you that was kind of leading this? You didn't catch his name. Okay. Um, but yes, there is a halfling... Or, sorry. 
you got me confused now. A gnome in a white top hat uh, that seemed to be directing. I want to go heal Diego, but if you're going to talk to him, mm-hmm. can you maybe see if any new cast members have joined? That's kind okay. of my plan, yeah. New yeah, cast yeah. members have joined, and who takes care of the equipment? Because somebody poisoned a blade. All right, so Vec will go walk over to this gnome. Sure. Uh, when you're saying somebody poisoned a blade. Yes. Well, I haven't said that yet. Okay. We're we're all pretty aware that that's not, not what that happened. That didn't happen, right? yes. That didn't happen. Yeah. So you failed Absolutely. your oh. medicine check. I feel like after the fact, you could utterly you know, okay. pretty easily tell that he was not poisoned. Okay. Well, that definitely got past me then. <laughs> I was trying to play yeah. him like, oh, I don't think I'm poisoned. I thought it was because she had succeeded, so he didn't realize he was poisoned. Like, she <laughs> like got, he, he was poisoned, she cured him. No. And, okay. <laughs> no. Wow, I read that wrong. <laughs> but yes, you could go talk to the gnome. Okay. I'd like to introduce myself. My name's Vicaris Railby. You can call me Vec. My friends here, Sylvie, Mir, and Diego. We were stopping by because we had, well, I'll cut to the chase. We had heard some strange things about this amphitheater, some worrying things, and it looks like maybe some of those fears are founded in reality. Look, I, I my name's uh, Maestro Bellowskin. I know that the, the amphitheater is built on top of the Kendall vaults. We've never had an issue like this before, but... We used to have gladiator tournaments here, and these creatures, yes, they, they came up out of the ground. This isn't my fault. I, I should have been dulling the blades. I told Maximos to dull the blades. No, nobody is accusing you of anything. Mistakes happen. Accidents happen. I, I quite understand that. My question is, have you seen somebody poking around here that's not supposed to? Have you had any recent additions to your cast? And finally, have you seen anybody with black fingers or a woman who's a half-elf with bad teeth? Um, yeah, yeah, a woman matching that description was poking around. Uh, No new cast members to speak of. Uh, I told her the same as you, closed rehearsal. Uh, But uh, beyond that, I didn't really have any more interaction with her. I don't know if any of my cast spoke with her. If it's okay with you, I might like to have words with them to see if maybe they did. However, did she just come to watch the rehearsal? She wasn't poking around or anything? She she was. Uh, she poke, It's pretty easy to see the front door from here. Um, so she popped in much like you did. She didn't cause an accident, though. And, uh, you know, I, I told her to leave. Uh, she she made like she was leaving. I, I didn't I didn't see her. Beyond that, she didn't interact with me. She didn't bother the cast, uh, to my knowledge, past then. Hmm. But she was poking her head in here, and I, she didn't explain herself. And and to my, my black fingers question, there's nobody with stained hands, or perhaps somebody that likes to wear gloves when it's not seasonable. Uh, <laughs> nobody on the cast, although everyone is using, um, using our... Oh, famous mask powder to disguise to put it's kind of like a magical costume that we use uh, it, it's a bit more practical than 
it's quicker than getting all dressed up. So that might disguise something like a strangely stained hand. Yes, it, it certainly could do that. Now, if I were to ask to see if maybe we could drop those disguises, what might that look like? Is that a huge ask? Is that going to take time? Mm. I'm afraid that if you have somebody here that is a ne'er-do-well, you may be seeing similar events like what we just saw happen right now happen again in the very near future. Uh, the, the thing is, I put this cast together three weeks ago. Uh, we haven't really had any changes or any issues. Uh, certainly you could stick around and, and wait to see if... Uh, the, the thing is, it's a waiting game. The, the powder lasts a certain amount of time. It's it's magical in that nature, so it's not something that we can just wash off, you know? That's very informative. I appreciate that. So so what's that, like a few hours or so? Yeah, it would probably be towards the end of the day that uh, generally we we have an eight-hour powder. I like that. Is that an actual item in 2E? Mask powder? Yeah. Or is that... Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, I'm not sure. Okay. That was cool. Okay. So most of my questions, I think, were answered, although I don't necessarily have a great direction of where I want to go after that. He did mention the Kendall vaults, too, which was... I don't think we've heard of that before. Certainly have not. And the blades were supposed to be dulled, but were not point. Okay. Let me start there. I also think it might be fair to ask if someone's been behaving differently because what if they're using a dose of mask powder before they get there and then once they're there they're using it for the rehearsal disguise, right? So they're disguising themselves as a normal one of their players. Mm. Also, while we're in this small little interlude, uh, Diego takes seven points of damage as I rolled a natural one. Yeah, you hear a yelp uh, in the background as like some medicine uh, treatment for Diego goes wrong. <laughs> and I am now at almost half health. Uh-oh. Hey, <laughs> don't hurt my cat. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Please heal me again. Um, Please heal me again. <laughs> I think Do it, it non-riskily this time. It was not riskily. Oh, you just rolled that one on a regular one. healing check. Yeah. I, I could have so. been unconscious if that's no. <laughs> yeah. I think I need to wait an hour. So while you're waiting, um, <laughs> you could ask about the Kendall vaults, uh, or he did say, you know, he didn't have any further dealings with this woman, but maybe some of his cast did. So you could use diplomacy to gather information with the cast. Mm-hmm. All right, I I will ask about the Kendall vaults, um, but I, I I am curious who who's supposed to dole the blades. He said that was Maximo, and he didn't do yeah. it. Okay, the same person who got hurt. Yeah, well, <laughs> seems like that's his own fault. Then. <laughs> he, he also generally seems the like a big dumb. <laughs> the karma is a is a biatch. <laughs> Can't even tell when he's been poisoned too. I mean, come on. I mean, yeah. What a total clown. <laughs> um, all right. Actually, I said dull them, not poison them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So these vaults, you, you'll have to forgive me. I'm not familiar with this area of town. What exactly are they? I only know what the old proprietors of this amphitheater uh, had told me when they kind of passed ownership here. Uh, it's an intricate tunnel system underneath Corvosa. It's... Um, 
it's mostly uncharted. There's catacombs and um, and darker things. It goes pretty far, but um, it's also a, a dwelling for underground creatures such as this Ankarev. Uh, and usually, nothing nothing gives us any trouble, but with the blood on the stage. Yeah. I mean, it, it makes a lot of logical sense. Can I do a quick just perception to, to sense motive to see if he's being cagey or keeping anything sure, behind? Yeah. Because there's a lot of reasonable explanations here, which maybe they're just reasonable explanations, but maybe not. Uh, 14? He seems concerned that maybe you're upset with him or something. Mm -hmm. I think that's that's why he like immediately admitted the Kendall vaults are under this place. Mm hmm. But he doesn't seem like he's hiding anything from you. In fact, okay. he seems like he's trying to be helpful. I can appreciate that. I do want to do a gather information check. Was there anything else we wanted to ask this guy or press him further on any of this stuff? Cool. I'm getting head shakes from around the table. Oh, did wait, did we ask him if anyone's been acting differently? No. Has anyone been acting funny? Someone you wouldn't expect to act funny, but is now. No, um, Maximus is dumb as usual. <laughs> <laughs> And everyone else is, uh, is a regular, th you know, th theatrical types are about as abnormal as, as can be. But for abnormal people, they've been pretty regular. Fair enough. The last three weeks. What's the extent of this powder? Could it make someone look like a completely different person or just maybe, uh, hide some things, brighten features, highlight cheekbones, that kind of stuff? Uh, it can, it's, it's a pretty solid disguise. It can make you look like a different gender if you wanted to. A different... Um, Ooh, here come the fan art. <laughs> a different uh, complexion. Uh, it, it generally... Like, it couldn't make you look like him. And he points to Diego. But uh, it could make you look like her. And he points to Sylvie. All right. Maybe that's something we'll explore off air. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <all right>. <laughs> <laughs> the, the gnome's gonna make a perception check <laughs> thank you so much for your help maestro I, I do sincerely apologize not really on behalf of anybody that just that you've had this hardship oh well thank you though thank you so much for, for your assistance uh, we, we may have all died <laughs> I'm glad we were just here at the right time I would like to talk to some of your people just ask some very basic questions just to see if maybe someone was planning something or something. Oh, absolutely. Uh, he would actually address the uh, the cast at this point. Oh, this dis disruption rehearsal is is canceled for the rest of the day, but I do ask that you stick around. Um, I want everybody to be checked by our uh, our new friends here. If anybody is hurt or if they have anything they want to ask of you, please be helpful. Mir would like to watch the crowd and see if there's anybody who either looks uneasy with this call or in general looks maybe like they are ready to go despite that request. I'm going to put this die away for today. Um, that was a two on the die for oh, a man. nine. Diego, eight more damage, dude. <laughs> Perception. <laughs> eight more damage, buddy. I'm sorry. She didn't, she, didn't, she didn't see that she didn't tighten those stitches enough. <laughs> It doesn't look like anybody is in a hurry to go anywhere. They were all supposed to be here all day anyway. So Okay. Just start making the rounds then. Sure. Why don't you give me a diplomacy check to gather information here as you're talking to kind of like a larger group of people. 
There we go. 19 off the die, 26. Sure. So you go around and you're kind of describing this woman. You know that somebody came in and disrupted the group by Maestro Belliskin's description seemed to fit. So you're asking around and Maximus would speak up. Uh, the, the lady you're talking about uh, is Varesian, uh, like a half elf. One in the same, sounds Stinky like. breath. Well, I don't know that, but the rotting teeth would certainly suggest that. Uh, I thought she was a lover or something. Maybe you were looking for her. Well, no. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, she uh, she was she popped around, and then she uh, when I was supposed to be uh, dulling the blades, she came around back and uh, was asking me a couple questions. She wanted to know if uh, the. This, uh, our, the mass powder we use can make her look Kadirin. Uh, I told her, yeah, that's pretty easy to do. She offered me a pretty, pretty penny to sell her some mass powder, so I figured we got plenty. Uh, I sold her a little bit. I was gonna come clean to Maestro Belliskin to share some of the profits. Is Dang. that, is that, now, now this is going to be very, very important, sir, and I appreciate what you've offered us so far. Did she give any indication where she might go or what she might do with that powder beside? Well, once she looked Kadarin. Uh, no, she didn't really. She didn't really say. Uh, you could roll a society check. Anybody that has it, I assume you're like kind of as a group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seventeen. You know that in Corvosa, there are several groups that provide similar trade goods. Taldor and Kadira have been at war and they are at a tenuous peace. Is this all political thing? Oh. This whole thing's political. Sylvie turns to the group, kind of gets a little bit of a side conversation going. I think we know what she will do with this powder. If she was already trying to pull Lady Calister to the green market, she is likely hiding herself so that she can potentially get tensions rising. These people have a very weak acceptance of each other. Perhaps she wants to pose as a Kadiran, maybe kill this lady or hurt her, do some sort of injustice and people see that. Sparks up some sort of greater conflict between the two nations. I don't know enough about these groups and these people yet, but what? who would want the Kadirans to be blamed for, for an event like that? That's may require more research and digging from us. One thing you would think from that society check is whoever wants that is somebody that would have a lot to gain from Taldor or Kadira stopping trade with Corvosa. I think we're going to need to go to the green market. If the free samples for foreigners was today, maybe she's already there passing as a Kadiran. I can't agree more. Before you go to the green market, you actually have access to this mask powder. I would allow a nature check as well as an arcana check. Uh, They are for different information, but getting both checks would be beneficial. Nature. Right. Natural 19 for 26. Mm -hmm. What was the other check? Arcana. 11. So this takes you a little bit of time to figure out. But after 
Mir says this, you maybe do some testing. Mir, you recall that this black fingers paste would have to be applied to the fingers before dosing someone with poison. And what you realize is the appearance of these people with mask powder can be changed by anything applied to them after the application of the mask powder. Putting those pieces together, you realize if somebody was going to disguise themselves with mask powder and then use this black fingers paste, the evidence of the black fingers paste would still be evident. What if they do it in the opposite order? They couldn't. That's what your nature check is telling you. The black fingers paste is only potent for a very short period of time. But if they disguise themselves as someone with darker skin, maybe the black paste would blend in? Maybe, but it's like charcoal black. Okay. All right. So even if we don't recognize somebody because they've got the paste on them or uh, the powder on them or whatever, we could still have a very clear tell that they are not who they're supposed to be. Yeah. You think at this point with all of the information you've gathered so far, if you were to go to the green market and start looking for... Uh, people in like Kadirin garb that maybe look Kadirin, uh, as well as people that have black tipped fingers. You think those, <laughs> those in combination are going to be rather stand out. And so it might help you looking through the market Absolutely. to find a Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think that's where we need to head on our way in. We should tell Lady Foxglove not to let anyone take anything from someone with black fingers so that she's also out in the crowd just like making sure and also we need to make sure Diego gets healed Yes, because I done messed him up so I can't heal him again for another hour or like from an hour from when that happened which was right right at the beginning of the conversation but uh, I'm not sure if someone else can help like back I have one focus spell left I can hit him with a little lifelink to get him a d4 and it's I mean, not a lot, but sure. Are you not trained fine. in medicine at all? I am. Yeah. Just treat the, wounds. It's not a given, but I, I certainly will try. Oh. I only have a plus four to my medicine check. Oh, okay. I, think the wisdom I, I was going to say, I have a plus seven. Character. Yeah. I don't know what the time frame is. Otherwise, I would just say I can. Oh, you're certainly going to want to get to the market quick. Fast. quick yeah. 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 So okay. anything you can do to so speed the healing up better. is going to be good. Right. But Vec has no more heal spells he used them on all of you i i think i'm just gonna give him the d4 like it's it is what it is okay i'm about half health right now so i don't think there'd be a harm in trying the medicine check if it's just gonna take yeah you may, that's 10 minutes versus yeah. waiting an hour so you may yeah. as well try it i mean you would you would need to get a one to crit fail yeah. right because it's a dc right 15. Sure. i literally got a one yeah <laughs> Yes. All right. So there's a good chance I fail, but a very small chance I'll crit fail. And mm-hmm. so you're at least not going to do damage, but it yeah. will take 10 minutes either way. All right. So Vec pops out the healer's kit that I actually do have. Um, uh, all right, Diego. I'm not very practiced in the physical art of healing. So let's just see how this goes. Okay. I fail, but don't crit fail. Okay. Okay. Got a four on the die. All right, well, you know, I'll get you a little bit. And he touches your shoulder and you heal two points of damage. Okay. Now my curse is moderate. So the important thing to know is that I am still wounded one because I haven't had wounds treated on me and I haven't rested for 10 minutes at full health. So I'll be go- we'll be going into a half health wounded one. So, um, oh, how long have I you got that hero point? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
How long of a trip back to the green market do we have? It was a 10 or 15 minute walk, assuming you don't stop for any of the smoke you see in Midlands. Okay. I think we're on a mission now, so we definitely want to get back quickly. Unless we're literally passing something, I can't imagine we would stop or... At this point, when you guys seem to like start getting in a rush, uh, Maestro Belliskin would say, uh... It seems like you're in a hurry. Uh, your friend still looks like he's got a chunk out of him. We have an emergency medical kit in the back. And he would give you a lesser elixir of life. Awesome. Oh, good. Mm. Oh, good. Thank you. Immediately taking that. Thank you, kind and benevolent GM. <laughs> mm-hmm. Great payment for saving these actors. Yeah. yeah, my heal spells are done. If I don't refocus, I don't have any more healing for the day. That's it. Okay, immediately going to take that. Five hit points. That's pretty good. I'm basically at, at close to full now. Don't go down again, man. Yeah. We got to stabilize. <laughs> yeah. I right. can stabilize. Do you want to battle medicine yet? No, not yet. Oh, Level two, baby. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay, you, you down the potion. You rush through the streets of Midlands. You can hear in the distance like angry voices and shouting. And when you approach South Shore and the Green Market, it does look like business as usual. Whatever's happening in Midlands doesn't seem to have spread here. You guys enter the covered green building that is the huge green market. I need you to make perception checks. The crowd is packed here. Any movement you make is difficult terrain. Ah, uh, seven. Ten. Twenty-one. Eighteen. I had a cock to die on a nineteen and then a oh. and I'll say it. Ten. Fireball! <laughs> Dragon! Dragon! <laughs> That's where the smoke's coming the from. Pseudo dragons came to help! <laughs> yes. Sylvie, you see at the stalls, kind of two stalls up ahead of you, Ziva Foxglove is escorting a woman around the market, asking kindly her vendors to provide samples. You're the only one that sees this Kadiran woman right on the side of the stall, sneak up to the group. And you can see she has black-tipped fingers and is holding a vial. At the top of the round, it is that woman's turn. She pours the vial onto the top of these berries that are on a tray, drops the vial, and starts to walk to the the northeast. Now, it's difficult terrain through the crowd, so she can move two squares. And now it's Sylvie's turn. Is, is So she dropped it like on berries that are here? Literally on a serving tray, right? Okay, the, okay, gotcha. At the stall that Lady Calster, you presume, is uh, right in front of. Sylvie uh, will look back at the party and see that no one else has uh, is kind of looking where she is looking and saw this. She says in a little bit of a whisper, Look lively, we need to act. And she is going to move. Remember, it is difficult terrain. Yeah. Do you point out the woman? 
Yeah, with yeah. The berries. She'll she'll point out and kind of track the woman with her finger, still trying not to draw too much attention to the fact that we have spotted her. Is there an action I can do to try to clear a path so that we can all move a little bit faster, or everyone else could move faster? You could use all three actions to make a diplomacy check to affect the crowd's movements or an intimidate check as one action, but it is much harder. Uh, that's not going to be something Sylvia is very good at. And uh, these people in our way don't count as enemies. They do not. You, you can't, <laughs> can't tumble, tumble through. through them. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Sylvie then will move, will stride twice, and then... Would it be another action to like call out to Lady Calstare to try to like get her attention so that she's not like actively eating food? I, I don't, that... it's just a free action to yell. Okay, so then Sylvie would move one more time. But if you want to be, if you want to be like covert about it, yeah, getting closer and saying something is. All right, then Sylvie will address Lady Foxglove and Lady Calstare. It is so good to see you two. Let us talk and try to capture their attention, standing now only five feet away from them. They would turn, see you, and Ziva would say, Oh, uh, Lady Calster, this is my good friend Sylvie. Sylvie, how is everything going? (laughs) (laughs) It is a uh, delicate situation. We must act quickly if we want to keep the situation under wraps. Okay, uh, what would you have us do? Why do you not go talk in your office? That is a safe place, no? Yes, uh, Lady Calstare, would you join me in my office? Real quick, tell her the berries look oh, bad. Yes, oh, yes, yeah. but this blonde berries are my favorite. They're not in season. Oh, I have had those before. They are not good when they are that color. You need to wait. Do not have them. Make me a deception check. <laughs> oh, oh, and stare intently at Ziva as you say it. <laughs> <laughs> Sixteen. That was the DC. Nice. Oh. That was a flat roll, yep, wasn't it? Flat check. Poor <laughs> <laughs> idea. I appreciate you um, looking out for an old bat like me. And she would stop reaching for the berries. It looks like the um, from your vantage point, since you've been tracking her. It looks like the other woman is listening into this exchange. Oh. Mir, it's your turn. I mean, I think Mir's got to move too. If everyone's already gone, do you want to hold off a second and let me diplomatize to see if I can't part the crowd? That does make sense, yes. I will wait. Okay. At this point, Sylvie, you see a beggar that had been like sitting by the stalls and he gets up and just looks at you with these mad eyes. Uh, the, the eye of Cronus has turned from the boneyard to look upon Corvosa. <laughs> the end, it's here. <laughs> and he moves up to you and attempts to grab at your shirt. He's going to pickpocket you. He's going to kiss you. It's a pickpocket. 
classic, classic distraction fit. Or he's going to poison me. Scream very loudly to attract attention. (laughs) (laughs) Go straight for the wallet. That's that's actually a thing. How's a 23 against your fortitude DC? Oh, okay. It's not, it's worse. Uh, It's much worse. How do I figure out my fortitude? 10 plus your fortitude save. Ah, so my fortitude DC is a 15. Okay, so he doesn't critically grapple you, but he does grab you and you smell like disease on him. Oh no. He's one of no. them. I need you to make a fortitude save. Mm. This is Emily's worst nightmare. I know all of these <laughs> diseases. Ugh. I'm so bad at saves. Too. She hates touching poor people. <laughs> <laughs> Usually she likes giving the disease. Emily, the <laughs> Emily has a long-standing history of failing many poison and disease checks. But not this time. Yay! Natural 20. Yeah! All right. All right, good. Not today, beggar. <laughs> <laughs> he has you grabbed. Okay. Vec, it's your turn. All right, everybody. You know what this is. Friends of Lady Foxglove coming through. Dignitaries, important people the like, will be out of your hair in no time. Just part the crowd for a brief moment. Give that diplomacy check. Here we go. I believe in you. I'm glad you believed in me, because I also believe in me. 25 total. Nice. Nice. Wait, wait, wait. 24. Okay, that's still 68. <laughs> Um, that is all three actions, but yes. you're able to uh, part the crowd to create kind of a a line for the rest of you to get up there. He he looks at, at Mir and it looks like Diego's right in front of him. He gives the nod to Mir and like kind of has his, his his hand fisted up, like you know, curled into a fist and like bangs on Diego's back. Alright, now go get him. Mir, you delayed. Would you like to act? Yes, I would. So I'd like to move Mir would like to move her full twenty five feet up. And then she is actually going to command Figgy to go further. So Figgy also has a 25 foot move speed. So I would like Figgy to actually get on the other side of Sylvie, like on the same side as Ziva Fox. Yeah. I like to imagine Figgy weaving through legs to get there. Like the dogs at those like uh, aerobics. Figgy's got a burrow speed. The second somebody gets in his way, just like (laughs) shoots under the ground and pops up on the other side of him. Horrible for the tiling, but very cool aesthetic. <laughs> People yes. are stepping in potholes now. <laughs> okay, that was that, that is three movement or three movements. You moved once. Figgy moved twice. You commanded, you commanded Figgy once. Oh, I commanded Figgy. One more Oops. action. Uh shoot. Mir would like to start making her way to the poisoned fruit. So she's actually also going to move more, but move more towards the direction of the poison fruit to try to prevent anyone else from taking it. I'm going to swing around the stall. Might take longer, but I think it's worth it. So the stall is like a two by three uh, square thing there that Foxglove and the lady are standing next to and Mira is swinging around to the other side. Look at them. Yep. Diego. Okay. Diego's going to Diego's gonna come charging right up there too. Is it is it a path to... The, the fox live and the lady. Is there any other crowd clearing that's happened here, or is it just a that pretty much moved the crowd, moved like twenty five feet of the crowd out to give you guys a line. Okay, so I think Diego's going to run up to right behind Sylvie and then uh, move around her 
to make space and move up to Lady Foxglove and the, the Taldorian lady just to put another body in between them and anyone else who might be coming up to try to attack them or do anything. Okay. You see this woman clearly making a frustrated face. She pulls something out, lights it, and throws it at the stall right in front of Lady Calstare. And a firework erupts, and the stall lights on fire. At this point, the crowd starts freaking out, and they start running away from the epicenter of the action. And she's going to attempt to hide in the crowd. However, I don't think a 15 really beats much perception DCs. Absolutely Maybe not. Vex. It would beat Diego's. Beats Diego's. Yeah, she's, mine. She's hidden from you. Is that meets beats for these two? Yes, I believe so. Okay. So she ducks behind stuff and only Mir can really see her. She's like taking advantage of the panic. Okay. Sylvie, you're up. She's currently grappled by this beggar, so she is going to try to escape. An 11. 11 does not escape. This has been a low roll there. It was, and escape has the attack trait, so... Certainly does. Did I crit fail or just regular fail? Just regular fail. Okay. You could try it again. Yeah, I guess I don't know what else I'll do other than try to get out, so what I'll do. Of course, I roll a lot better this time. That's a 19. 19, you do slip out of the beggar's Yay! Wait, where are you going? This the end. You don't want to face the end alone. Neither do you. Get out of here now. And with her last remaining action, uh, she will move to be right behind Diego. So now we got two bodies in the cart kind of sandwiching the Lady Fox Love and the Taldorian Lady. Guess who's up next? The beggar. <laughs> yeah. I told him to leave. He's gonna follow you up and try to grab you again. Ooh, okay. How about a fifteen? For fortitude? Yes. Meets beats. <laughs> oh. I need you to make me a fortitude save. Should have shoved to the sky when I had the chance. Nineteen. Okay. The city. It's all going to end. Nothing will be left. Crotus watches and waits. You are speeding up that future. Let me help these people if you have any common decency. I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a grody guy. This is his whole thing. He lives for this. Vec, it's your turn. I'm really upset that this lady is hidden from me. All right. He's going to move... 25 feet up because he's pretty substantially far back from the party now. Now, I will say with that firework, it's difficult again. So you're going to have to. Oh, yeah. People are like running towards the exit, which is where you are. Mm, Okay. So it's actually cleared up around the part. Most of the party. Ironic. He could spirit others through the crowd, but not himself. All right. So now he's (laughs) he's kind of ducking and, and trying to not get hit by people running. He's bumping into people. It's difficult terrain. Yeah, you're I mean, going like the opposite down. direction of the crowd. Yeah. 
So he takes an action to move. I can only move 10 feet because my movement speed is 25. And he's going to focus in on this Grotus dude. He says, mate, he's trying to shout over the crowd. The woman said for you to leave her alone. Now best get. And I do have something that can affect him from the range that I'm at. Oh, yeah? Yes. I was going to say, you're just past 30 feet if you're trying to intimidate. It's not intimidate or electric arc. That was flavor, Griffin. I will use my final two actions to force him to roll a will save as I use days on him. Oh, 60 feet cap on that. That sucks. Sorry, bud. 19. Uh, Success. You take half damage. Okay. So days is non-lethal damage. And it is just my casting modifier, which is plus four. So you're going to take two points of damage. Sure. Wasn't trying to incapacitate him. This is like, hey, shock his system. Like, dude, Mm -hmm. get out of here. I got you. Mir. Mir, since you said it's not difficult terrain by us. Yeah. Around the cart, it's not difficult terrain. Uh, This fire is actually is supposed to act on initiative 10. So it spreads. So it's the first two. Dang. If that impacts your decision at all. It doesn't. All right. So Mir is going to move 5, 10, 15, and then another diagonal to be 25. She's actually going to be all the way on the other side of the cart. Mm -hmm. And she sees this lady who has poisoned the berries and then tried to run away. She says, where in the hellish plains do you think you're going? As she casts Tanglefoot. Oh, oh yeah. To try to trap her. Only a 14. I rolled pretty poor. That doesn't hit. Yeah, that's kind of what I figured. Darn, that was two actions. So. Okay. Diego, you lost this woman in the crowd. The flames are kicking up in this stall right next to you. Do I think that the flames are a danger to the people around them? Yes. Do you think anything adjacent to the flames has the potential to catch fire? Mir also would have called out, or like pointed when she did that spell, by the way, to try to make it obvious to the rest of you guys. Yeah, I'm still going to say because she's hidden, it's going to work where you have to see. Yeah, that makes sense. I I just want to make sure. I was factoring the idea and I'm trying to decide if I should try to pull these ladies away. I think what he will do is he'll just say back to them, move away from the cart. Those flames are getting dangerous. And he'll make a perception check to try to seek to locate the lady. 17 on the die. That's a 21. You just see her. Oh. Yes, she is. she is. where she is? Okay. She is where she is on the map. Okay. So uh, an action to seek, action to move up to her. And then I am, I don't believe I've had my, I have my mall drawn at all. I think I have it stowed because I haven't, haven't taken it out. I am going to, to try to grapple her. Okay. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Good, good call. Gonna use a hero point to re-roll that. That's if I roll the natural one. <laughs> Good call. Ooh, yeah. Is that cocked? Yeah, man. Yeah. It was it was a natural, natural 20, twenty and it was cocked. Oh. Thirteen on the die though, that is a twenty to grapple her. A twenty to grapple does grapple her. Yes. Okay. okay. Yes. That's a that's amazing. And that's my turn. Hopefully there's a space for uh, the ladies to move into now that, now that I've left. I mean, I guess there aren't people around the card anymore. Yes, uh, they act on uh, initiative zero. So the two of them are actually going to move uh, behind, like, behind Figgy. All right. 
I, I imagine they probably don't want to end their turns next to this crazy man. <laughs> uh, what do you think, like, there? Sure, that works. He is so they kind of They kind of loop around the cart. This woman is grabbed by Diego. She's going to make an unarmed strike in order to try and break free. That won't do it with a 15. I don't think that beats your... Uh, it does not. Your athletics DC. So she'll try it again. Natural 20. She does. Yep. And then you see her spread something on her blade. <gasps> That's her turn. Sylvie, you are grabbed again. She's making another escape attempt. I was getting a little grabby this episode for my taste. <laughs> <sighs> uh, she says... Leave me be before I have you meet Farazma myself. And she gets a 21. Okay. You break his grasp, and he's just like, ooh, boo, 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 boo. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming for all of us. <laughs> Come back. I don't want to die alone. This is where I really wish all of you could see as Griffin has gotten the crazy eyes out and all the fingers the just fingers coming are at you. <laughs> I have 10 fingers, gotta use them. <laughs> it, it reminds me of, I think it was in Mass Effect 2, there was one guy in an area on the Omega station that was standing on a street corner that says, repent, the end is nigh. But like, it was like glitch. That was the only line that they recorded. So every time you passed him, you just said, repent, the end is nigh. <laughs> repent, the end is nigh. It was over and over and over again. Crazy guy in the market. All right, he's. <laughs> All right, Sylvie, that was one action. That was one action. Uh, she is getting very annoyed with this man, and she can see that Diego is grap- currently grappling with someone. Uh, she can't really do much with this guy who keeps trying to grab her, so she is going to attempt to trip him. <laughs> Put him on the ground does also have the attack trait so let's see only a 13 against 13, his reflex dc 13 will do it <laughs> yes all right he is now prone and sylvie enters a state of panache because i consider him an enemy now <laughs> get better reflexes old man <laughs> see grody is better when i'm looking up into the sky <laughs> He's turned his eyes on us. And then Sylvie will... Now oh, she can move 30 feet. Can she move up to Diego without being in difficult terrain? Yeah, you actually think, like, also on Initiative Zero, like, the crowd continues to file okay. out, so... So she'll go right next to him. Yeah, right there. So she is now within five feet of this woman as well. Okay. The beggar from the ground reaches out. Even the creatures of the earth must face Grotus's judgment. No. (laughs) He tries to grab Figgy. Unacceptable. You know, Figgy's going to respond differently to that. Figgy's going (laughs) to bite his hands off. Uh, He doesn't do it. So he tries again. (laughs) No. He's really badgering him. Ooh. How is a 19 against your, against Figgy? Absolutely. Okay, I need Figgy to make a fortitude save. Actually, sorry, it would be a 17. The 17 beat, okay. 
because he is prone. I'm plus five all around. So You're very lucky, a natural 19. Fortitude save. <laughs> if this is an earthworm disease, he gets a plus one to his save. <laughs> 11. Soon Figgy's gonna be hot-blooded. Check it and see. What's He's that? got Phil fever. No. Oh, no. Early level classic. Just <laughs> saying. Nothing happens for three hours. That's enough time for me to treat wounds and to treat disease. Okay. Uh, at this point, the fire spreads. Let me roll a d10. I will reroll tens. Mir, you're on a nine. Uh, it spread to the dirt? If... Well, actually, I guess it's a D3. Anything that is occupied. So either the two squares behind you, like all, the other okay, two squares on the stall, or, or you. me. That makes sense. So high, medium, low, you're high. It can't spread to the dirt. Like if the flame catches your scarf or... Yeah, that, that like makes that. sense. Now that Ooh, makes sense. high! Six on the die. Right, I'm on oh. fire. Oh, okay. No. Should have stood so close to that fire. I'm going to take... Ooh, you're going to take six fire damage no. on your turn. <laughs> so you gain a d6 of persistent fire damage. Yikes. Vec. All right. Talk to me about my crowd situation now. Uh, the first bad? 10 feet are going to be crowded, and then there's no crowd past that. Okay, cool. Well, those are the first 10 feet that matter. So, again, Vec takes a move action to move up a little bit. I can make it 10 feet with the difficult terrain. And he looks at this... This man on the ground, and I had empathy for him when he was a crazy man. Now he's just trying to grab. Piggy. Yeah, he's spreading diseases to a badger. That's pretty messed up. I'm sorry, mate, but this is the way it's got to be. Gloves are coming off. And he reveals the tattoo on his wrist as I electric arc this dagger. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the wrath of Crotus is reaching me. That, that, that would be a, a reflex save. That's a, re- okay, yeah. a reflex save. 13. That is a fail for full damage. So it is a D4 plus my casting modifier. The man takes seven points of electricity damage. You fulfilled his prophecy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm sorry it had to be that way. The end has come. The end of days, at least mine. <laughs> he gets a jolt and goes unconscious. Figgy just growls over him. <coughs> I got you, buddy. Mir, you're on fire. All right, so talk to me about that. Can I not be on fire? You can not be on fire. You can take actions to like, stop, drop, and roll. Uh, that effectively makes it easier to make the flat check. So right now it's a DC 15 to not take the fire damage. At the DC end of your, 15. At the end of your turn. What? Oh, so it's just so a I flat check. Six real quick. You take six. <laughs> That's so bad. And then there's a flat check at the end of the, your turn. However, you can do things like stop, drop, and roll. Or like if you had to create water, you could create water on yourself. Griffin, I've got a question for you. What's this water basin looking thing that's right next to around <laughs> the map? <laughs> I was also wondering about that. It's a water basin. <laughs> that's so that's so lucky. I can't weasel my way out of that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the map. Just the way the, the map looks. Yep, it has it's just it said clearly a water basin. It has pixels for it. That's just the way it is. Can I use the water basin? <laughs> you can douse yourself with the water basin. Uh, now, is the water basin big enough that I can save half of it for the other fire? 
It looks, it looks like a bear. Do a little scoop. I mean, if you dunked yourself instead of pouring it on yourself, it would just create some steam. There would be plenty of water left. However, if you pick it up and overturn it on yourself, it's going to waste a lot of water on the ground. I'm going to dunk myself in the okay. fire. Or in the water um, to get rid of the fire. So that's probably one action. And then I'm going to pick up the water basin and dump it. Okay. Another what? I'm assuming two actions. Yes. Do I need to do anything? Nope. You put out one square. Okay. And yourself. Yep. And he's just going to stay where he's at. Probably growl a little bit at the corpse on the ground. He's not a corpse. He's unconscious because Vec dazed him earlier, okay? Okay. He's going to realize he's not going to Grotus and be very upset with you. Is he wiggling, <laughs> is, is he wiggling on the ground like a big old worm? Yeah, that, that electricity is still coursing Ooh, through him. His, his fingers are just kind of... <laughs> Diego. Okay. Diego can see this woman is escalating quite a bit by poisoning her blade. So I think he's going to... He's going to start rocking and rolling here. He's going to spend an action to uh, take out the mall. Sure. And he's not going to rage because he still wants to be able to find her. She chooses to dart away in a crowd. So he's just going to bring this mall down on top of her. I'm going to go ahead and nimble dodge here. Okay. Well, no need because I got a nine total. Okay. Well, that will certainly miss. But I have used my nimble dodge. Yeah. And uh, he'll do it again. No. No? Okay. It is her turn. You are swinging them all at her, so she is going to swing at you with her poisoned blade. 22. Hit. Okay, first off, four points of damage. Then I need you to make me a fortitude save. Okay. Fortitude is my best save. Oh, good. 18 on the die, that is a 25. Okay. You feel good. She re-schmears. And attacks a final time. One, two, three. Dirty 20. That'll do it. Seven points of damage. Oof. And I need a fortitude save. Significantly worse, that is a 13. Okay. Do have a hero point left, but I think it's more important to maybe stabilize. Certainly I looking at that way. as a cantrip. You take one point of poison damage, and you are flat-footed. <sighs> okay. Sylvie, it's your turn. Uh, where Sylvie's at at the map, we're like right at the edge. Can I move around to the other side to flank? Yes. Is there space for that? All right. Do you want to nimble dodge around her? Or are you good? I mean, I could tumble through, but I am already in... In Panache. In Panache. Yeah, just be a, it'd be a waste. It'd be a waste to do that. I have a chance of uh, then failing. Whatever, you're no fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got it with the beggar, so... Taking the little bit of bonus I got Beggar's from him. Back conscious. <laughs> He's out for blood. <laughs> I will strike him down. Uh, <laughs> Go just to be back more powerful than ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but she is going to attack. Or um, I guess draw her kukri, because I don't think I had said I had drawn that before. So drawing and now attacking. Okay, move, draw, attack. And she is flat-footed. However, uh, I'm going to go ahead and... Nimble dodge this because she just acted. She ah, got a reaction it. back. Ooh, I rolled a two, so that's only a ten. You have a hero point, don't you? Yeah, yeah, right. I do. And Diego's not looking very good. Might only have this flag for one more round. <laughs> yeah, I will use it. Let me click that off. 
All right. Uh, that is a 18 uh, without factoring in the flanking. 18 without factoring in the flanking. Yes. Uh, well, she has, I guess, did nimble dodge still applies to this? Because you're hero pointing? Yeah, I'm yeah. just redoing the same one. Yep. Unfortunately, that misses. Oh. oh. Because of the nimble dodge. Oh, I guess the nimble dodge, yeah, counteracts the... Uh, the, f- yeah. Flanking exactly. bonus. Darn it. It was a good time to use it, though. Yeah. yeah. But that's all for actions. Okay. The beggar is still unconscious. Vec, there is no more difficult terrain in front of you. Oh, thank the Lord. All right. People are just filing out. So, I've got a couple ideas of what I might want to do. I think I'm going to go with my one plan, which may not fully utilize my action economy, but long run it might be better because I don't think I can lay her out with a cantrip. I don't think we've done any damage on her, so it's almost not even worth bothering with at this point. So he's going to move up 25 feet right next to the unconscious beggar. And now that puts her less than 30 feet away from him. He does a little like he has one of those jerk like reflexes. I'll see my mistake. All right, he looks at this this woman. We got you surrounded. Your time has come. The end for you certainly is nigh. And that is an intimidation check. Yes. Demoralize. All right. Give it to me. 13 on the die. That's going up to a dirty 20. Dirty 20 succeeds. Yes. <laughs> she is frightened. Frightened one. Sweet. Okay. Like I said, this doesn't fully utilize my action economy because I have this one weird action I don't really know what to do with because a lot of my cantrips are too. So I guess this isn't great, but he's just kind of going to keep moving up a little bit to get a little closer. Okay. Mir. Is there anything Mir can do to put out the last of this fire? either a nature check or casting a spell with the water or I will cold do a nature check. 14. 14 does not put the fire out. Oh, okay. Well, I did get a seven on the die, so that sucks. I mean, am I able to try again? Yeah. I really exact same thing. <laughs> All right. You want to try a third time? No. Okay. No. I mean, now I'm just sick of it. I guess last action, I will command Figgy to move up and bite. Okay, she is not flat-footed to Figgy, but she is frightened. It's a night of poor rolls. Mm. Yeah. So, nap four. All right, I'm going to go ahead and do the fire spread now. High, medium, low, or sorry, um, a four. It goes to Mir because she has stood next to it. Uh, any other die, and it's hitting one of the other squares. A three, it goes goes what back to I where it was. Yeah. Technically, those bit that square is wet. <laughs> mm, mm. Not how naughty of me to put fire there again. <laughs> Very rude to put all that. Diego. Okay, Diego's not looking good, but he knows that taking down this woman is a priority, so he is going to first bring them all down again with a whirl to try to, again, clock her. 12 is not going to do it. 12 total? Yeah. Oof. Bad rolls on my end, too. Really bad, guys. I will try... My my rolls have been pretty decent. I don't know what you guys are talking about. (laughs) Alright. Cool it. I will try one more time. (laughs) I didn't kill him. Cool it, beggar incapacitator. Cocked eye. 
That is another. That's a fourteen. That's not going to hit. Um, and because he is looking so bad, and because he still has what he thinks is poison in him, he is going to take a step back. I know this breaks the flank, but I need to put some space between me and her so I don't go down. I'm already wounded one. Do you happen to know when um, when poisons tick? Do they tick on your turn or do they tick on her turn because she applied the poison? I think they do tick on your turn. I think you make a save. I think it's it's kind of like persistent damage, I think. I In that case, that. I need you to make a fortitude save here at the end of your turn. Okay. 19 total. 19 total. You are no longer poisoned. Oh, my God. Oh. I was worried about that. Which means you are no longer flat-footed. It is this woman's turn with that flank broken. She she has combatants near her, but she's going to try and tumble away from you with her first action. And an 18, does that beat your reflex, DC? That does not, not Sylvie's. Okay. Oh. You don't have an attack of opportunity, though, right? She does not, but your movement yep. ends. In that case, she poisons her blade and swings at you. Uh-oh. Oh, nimble dodge before you. Nice. Okay. That is a 21. Yes, that hits. Uh. Seven points of damage, and I need you to make a fortitude save. And since her turn is over, she is no longer frightened one. 13. Take four points of poison damage and you are flat-footed. Oh my goodness. However, it is your turn. If you step, you can set up the flank with Figgy. I was just looking at that. She's going to take stride. Yes, so now her and Figgy are flanking. Heck yeah. I'm going to attack with my Kukri. I'm going to nimble dodge this. All right. Uh, So that'll negate the... Flank. Flank. Which is fine, because flanking's on my end. Yep. Uh, so that is going to be a 23. Oh, oh it's got to do it. 23 does hit. Yes. Thank goodness. Oh, minimum damage with five damage. Oh. Say it. And then I'm going to raise my dueling cape. Okay. Beck. All right, right away. Blaster with the electricity. Uh, sure. Reflex safe. That is an 18. 18 succeeds, so it looks like you're going to be taking some half damage here. Half of six. Two actions there as the electricity springs from his tattoo directly into her, although a good chunk of it seems to dissipate into the ground. Then his friend Diego is right in front of him, and he's just going to say, Mate, I wouldn't hate it if you crushed you like the bug earlier. And hits you with a little bit of guidance. Ooh. Nice. Okay. Mir, there's fire. I understand that there is fire. Mir's going to first uh, command Figgy to attack. Sure. It's only 15. Nope. I was going to say, that's not going to work even with flank. Um, and he's going to attack a second time. Natural 20. Yeah. Yes. Okay, let's see if that would hit. It's a 21. 21 would hit, so that's crit. Okay. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Because it's always bite than claw, so that's perfect. Hell yeah, our party DPS coming through. <laughs> <laughs> so it's eight damage. Biggest hit so far. 
figgy on the board. <laughs> <laughs> Not mad about it. All right. And then Mir is going to try to put out the fire next to her. That's a 16 on the die plus seven. Should do it. That's out. All right. And then she's going to try to put out the fire on the poisoned berries. Hopefully they've all burned up by now, but... Releasing poison aroma into the air. <laughs> no! Oh, no. Oh, no. Poison smog. I'm going to use a hero point. Okay. Uh, it doesn't matter. I rolled a one, then a two. So Terrible. Uh, we're going to go ahead and do the fire spread here. Oh, my God. <laughs> Come on with this. It's diagonally back. I tried. <laughs> you do Diego. remember that crate water is not a cantrip in this edition, right, Griffin? I do remember. <laughs> Come on. So I said any spell with like the ice descriptor, mm. which, you know, you do have a cantrip that some people take. Not me. Nope. It's a shame. It really is. The only one I've got with the water is like a full on hydraulic push. Yeah, but well. that would go in a line affect both fires. But I can't be at fault for the entire party picking Electric Arc. Now can I? Diego. Entire party, there's two of us. The entire casting party. The entire party that can cast cantrips. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Diego's trying to, gonna try to play this smart. He's going to growl at her. If you think you're getting out of this alive, you're wrong. Oh, you haven't raged yet, have you? No, no rage yet. This is an intimidate check because I think this is going to be good for everyone. 21 with the guidance. That intimidates. Okay. She is frightened one. Then he is going to try to step and strike. This is risky, but I think it needs to be done. 15 on the die. That's a 22 to hit. Yeah! Hurts her. Here comes that big old damage rock. 15 points of damage. Yes! As he brings... He, she's been ducking and dodging his mole swings earlier, but this one connects with her. She's still up. Oh, That's fine. I got the hit in. I'm Biggie happy. Biggie looks up at you very proud. <laughs> like a father, almost. <laughs> it is her turn. She's going to spend an action to declare two actions she might take. She's going to 50-50. What is this? She's going to let fate decide. Oh. Wait. Wait a minute. Grotus, take the wheel. I... Grotus, take the wheel. I did create a character uh, in one that does this. And if you if you want to hear that, you can go to Linked Legacy and listen to those episodes on Patreon. Yeah, that is Good true. Good job, Chris. Thanks for the plug. <laughs> yeah. So she gets a plus one to tumbling through, which is what she's going to try and do now. 17 on the die. She handily makes it to the other side of Sylvie and then is going to go ahead and swing at the flat-footed Sylvie. Uh-oh, this is not going to be good. Ooh, it's 23. It's going to hit you, right? Yeah, that hits. Uh, crit is 10, right? 10 over, yes. Yeah, okay, so You're, not crit. I, yeah, I wouldn't think okay. that would be a crit. No. Oh, come on. Yes! I don't even know what it is, but I'm happy. <laughs> Five points of damage. I get a D8 of sneak oh. attack damage. Ooh. Oh. One and a two. See, you got to upgrade to that D12, man. I'm telling you, it always pulls through for you. I had a D6 and a D8. That's what I got. Mm. I'm calling shenanigans and the police. <laughs> Sylvie, it is your turn. Sylvie is barely hanging on here just by a thread. So she turns around and looks at this woman who just used her own ability. She likes <laughs> to use against her, saying, this ends now. 
and she uses her confident finisher with a flourish. She attacks with her kukri. Ooh. Do it. Nibble dash. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> uh, and we're no longer flanking. Oh, and she just acted, so she's not frightened anymore, right? Correct. Yeah. A 19. Meets beats. <gasps> oh! Yes! Yes, yes, yes! All right, so I do... Let me double check this. I just want to say, this episode has colored my view of Kadira, the country, negatively. <laughs> she's, she's just disguised! I know, I know. I'm just always going to have that association now. It's a disguise! <laughs> All right, getting that precision damage from her confident finisher. Oh, those Kadirids with their... <sighs> Black fingertips. Yes. <laughs> Not great damage. Eight damage. What does it look like, Emily? Yes! Oh, yeah! Sylvie was in the m- motion of twirling around, and her cape is just fluttering behind her as she takes her kukri and slashes this woman right across the throat. That looks all well and cool, except for when I say you need to make me a fortitude save. <gasps> no! Sylvie might be following her. A very important fortitude save. 14. You progress to stage two of the poison. Oh no. You take five points of poison damage. Sylvie's down. You're out of combat, however, there's still a fire, and your party member is now dying one from a disease, from a poison that may kill her permanently. And so everyone is going to have an option or an opportunity to act before it is Sylvie's turn again. Vec, you're up next. Great. Vec is going to run up to Sylvie. Vec does have a, he- it has healer's tools in a bandolier. Oh, okay. So you just kind of like shimmies. Yep. Which means I don't have to interact to pull them out. I can just basically pull it out as kind of part of an action. And... He is going to be rifling through it. Oh, I know it's somewhere. I know it's somewhere. And maybe there's something that will slow her heart rate or something a little bit in there, a little little medicinal that will help her fight back against this poison as I use the treat poison ability here under the medicine skill. I'm attempting a medicine check against the poison's DC. Yes, sir. Oh, you know what? This is one action. I moved. I can guidance myself in between, right? Uh, you can guidance yourself, I think. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll guidance myself for this. I almost cursed on air in a good way. It's a 19 <laughs> on the die. Yeah. Yay! 24. Yes! 24 is a success, not a critical success. Okay. She improves a stage. Mm, uh, so, uh, no. What happens is she gets a plus two circumstance yeah. bonus on her next saving throw against the poison. It's something. Yeah. Uh, do what I can. Okay. Mir. Mir can also do that to give you a total of plus four. Now, here's the deal. Circumstance bonuses don't stack, so you would, oh, have to, no. you would have to get a critical success in order to fix that. Well, in that case, she knows Vec is a pretty, pretty good healer with some magical stuff. Not anymore. I'm out. And oh, she didn't know that. <laughs> but she does know. She's not been doing so great at that lately, so she's going to... Uh, Try to put out the fire because she really can't do. You do have stabilize, I will say. Yeah. Well, yeah, I can put out the fire, then stabilize. (laughs) And now I will attempt to put out a fire. Okay, that's a 21. 21 puts out a fire. Great. The one next to you. Yep. Diego. 
Diego does have boneyard lore, so if she does if she does die, he could ready an action to help <laughs> guide her into the afterlife. Sure, yeah, yeah. Like, talk Thank her through you. That, that what you'd like to do. Sure, I, I really don't have anything good. You go put out the other help fire. Oh yeah, put could, out the fire. <laughs> I don't have I don't have nature or anything, but I could try to beat it with my maul. And so you said it was nature or or a spell with the water oh, or cold descriptor. <laughs> Gosh, uh, how juicy those just berries! Roll look. a nature flat, see if you can do it. Oh. I didn't know if he could squish enough berries with his maul. <laughs> 12 on the die, that's an 11. Okay, that doesn't do it. Okay. Uh, at the bottom of the round, Ziva is going to run around and attempt a nature check as well to try and put this out. That's uh, that's the old lady. She's got it. All right. Fire uh, is gone. And then she is going to move around so that she can see the rest of the group and what's happening. Sylvie, here's what's going to happen. First things first, go ahead and give me that uh, that fortitude save. With a plus two. Getting out my lucky dice. Hold on. <laughs> I think I need it. Do we happen to know if afflictions are rolled at the start or end of the round? Because I just want to make sure we play that right here. This is interesting. At the end of a stage's listed interval, you must attempt a new saving throw. So that does kind of point to... If it's on a person's turn, you're afflicted with it. If it's a rounds thing, it's on their yeah. turn again, maybe. Yeah. Okay. We well, might have played it a little wrong for Diego, but uh, if I make you roll at the start of your turn, that is the same as when you were afflicted because she went right before you. Okay. So go ahead and give me a fortitude save with a plus two from Vec. Oh, I wish I still had a hero point right now. <laughs> Can't use hero points on other people, can you? Nope. No, no I, I tried. So. Any hero? I don't think we have any hero cards, do we? You each have one. You start. You each started the <gasps> game with one. I have a good hero card. I would suggest you use that. Yes, I would like to use that. What does a good hero card do? Roll again? twice. Take the better. Yeah. One of those is a natural 20. Yes! With a critical success, you go from stage two to cured. <gasps> yes. Oh, my Lord. I really needed that. Oh, my gosh. I thought she was a goner. Thank Grotus. <laughs> the old man sits up. <laughs> Don't thank your gods. Thank Grotus. <laughs> oh, boy. As this combat finishes up, you hear from outside shouts and screams, and some of the people that had run out of the building start to run back in, and you can just hear over the din the ringing of bells in the city, and over the crowd, somebody shouts, The king is dead! Long live the queen! And then you hear other shouts, and an angry mob has formed. Hang the queen! The usurper must die! And I think we'll continue the curse campaign next week. Oh my god! Okay! Jonas has predicted the end of the episode! The Bestow Curse Podcast is a Hideous Laughter Productions show. Hideous Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Curse of the Crimson Throne is copyright 2016. Curse of the Crimson Throne and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. 
Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo Incorporated and used with permission.